Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Monday. The snow is gone. It got to 62 yesterday here in Indiana. Hope it is warm and sunny where you are. Hopefully, for you over the weekend, you had a chance to have a great conversation at church, at home, out and about. I know I did, and that's what I want to talk about today. At church, had a great talk with a young friend about his work on a suicide hotline that he volunteers four hours a week to do. I would recommend you do the same. One of the things that came up again and again as we spoke about it is he said this in kind of a self-depreciating way, but in a powerful way. You know, all we can really do is talk, but it helps. And yes, it does. Because if you can talk, if you can listen, and you can get them through that moment that they don't think they can get through, they might just live. They might just end up finding a reason to live. They might just end up making decisions that save their lives. You see, so many people don't have meaningful conversations. They don't feel heard or affirmed. It's a lonely place. It's where things like lonely logic develop. You begin to think suicide might be your only answer or giving up is your only answer or there is no answers. But when you can be in conversation with another human being and you can be known, well, all of a sudden, reasons to live and new possibilities of life can open up. As I was talking to this young man, I I thought of my uncle who told me once, people want to be known. Think about it. Who really knows you deeply? Who knows those thoughts behind your guarded eyes? How many times are we thinking something that maybe makes us angry or we're embarrassed about or we're ashamed about and someone looks at us and like, What's your th- what are you thinking? What's on your mind? And you go, oh, nothing. But it's far from nothing. It might just be the most revealing thing you could tell somebody and they don't know. And that's even when you have relationships, when you have families, when you're close. Do people really know you? What about people that don't have that? They live alone. Who really knows them? There's a power in being known. It makes us feel more connected. Psalm chapter 19, verses 12 through 13. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive me my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless innocent of great transgression. You see, when who you are is hidden, I think there's a fear that goes with that. There's a fear, what are people going to think of me if they really knew me? If you really knew me, what would you think? And when you live in fear, you're not fully human. You're not fully who you could be. Freedom of soul, freedom of spirit Peace, I believe, requires that we're known. If no one truly knows you, 
there will always be a part of you that feels like it's living in secret, wondering if it is accepted, if it has value, if it is okay, if it can be forgiven. And these dark, secret places is where all the bad, bad, bad things develop. Now, if you feel that way, if you feel like you're not known, if you feel like you have secrets and you wonder, are people going to accept me? Are they going to love me if they knew him? Where do you start? Well, you start with God, obviously. It goes back to Psalm 19 that I just read. You go to the one that sees all, that knows all. You enter a relationship with God. How do you do it? By just talking. That's what I love about the Psalms. Man, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly, isn't it? David says some things in there, and you're just going, what did he just say? And he says other things that you're like, that's the most beautiful thing ever. He's just letting himself be known. Psalms, one way to look at it is David letting himself be known to God. Well, that's how you pray. And then you got at least one person, one thing, one being, God, that knows you and you acknowledge knows you. And then God tells us, it's okay, I forgive you. It's okay. And then, hopefully, you can use that to take the risk that, you know, you're lucky if you've got one or two people in your life who truly knows you. And there's no more powerful thing. By the way, if you're in a relationship, that's the most powerful thing of a relationship. You see this in marriages a lot of times, or just relationships. Time goes on, and it's like you quit knowing each other. You quit having those talks you did when you fell in love. And your no- life is filled with noise and stress and busyness. And you're up and you're working and you're running and you go to bed. And, you know, you lie in bed with somebody you've known for years and you might ask yourself, do I really know you? And if you don't have deep conversations that bring you together, man, there might not be a more lonely place. I know some of the best times I have with my wife is when we just go to our room, shut the door and talk. And I'm always surprised at the things that I learn that were right in front of me, that I didn't know, but now they're known. What I have found is that no matter how those conversations go, if we're both there in the spirit of just wanting to know each other, hey, let, let's let's get on the same sheet of paper. We might argue, we might fight, we might disagree, but at the end of it, we're closer and we feel better. There's power in being known. Now going back, to how we began talking to that young man on the suicide hotline. There are a lot of people out there who are lonely that need someone to talk to. See, it's a powerful thing when they're willing to dial that number because it means they're still willing to be in conversation. They're still willing to be known. And if you can have that conversation, and if you can let them know, no matter what you tell me, I'm still here listening, man, that's powerful. That's powerful. It's a powerful thing. A lot of times we make life more complicated than what it is. We have depression, we have anxiety, we have suicide. We want pills for it. We want this or that for it. They may be helpful, they may not be helpful. Who knows? But at the end of the day, that's human existence. You're going to have anxiety. You're going to have depression. You're going to have moments when you don't want to be here. And the surest way out of it is to be in relationships with people that know you. Where you can put the phone down and make the screen go to sleep and get into deep stuff. And the quiet. And then when you're known and you walk away, you realize you're not alone. You're not the only one facing that. That when you feel like you have no answers, you've got somebody that you can turn to. And it begins 
with God. So I got a I got a challenge for you today. It's been a while since I've really thrown out a good challenge in one of my podcasts. So I'm gonna do it today. Here's my challenge. I'm gonna make this one kind of easy. I might ramp it up as the week goes on or I talk about this again. But here's the challenge. Tonight or tomorrow night, but don't wait too long. I want you to sit there alone. Start by reading a psalm, maybe Psalm 19. Contemplate how the psalms are really David making himself known to God. And then what I want you to do, very quiet, you know, you don't want anyone to hear necessarily. I want you to say out loud so you can hear it and God can hear it. This is very important. All the things about you that somebody would really need to know to truly know who you are. The fears you have you're afraid to express. The things you feel shame and guilt over. The things you enjoy that people may not know. Disappointments, things that make you angry. Let yourself be known. Say it out loud. Don't just do it internally. You don't want just God to hear. You want yourself to hear. I think you'll feel better. I think when you sit there and lightning hasn't struck, and then you read another psalm and you realize that's what David was doing, I I think you'll not feel so alone, and I think you'll feel more connected to other people. I think it'll be easier to open up to that one or two people close to you or to look for that one or two people that you can be close to. We need a lot more connectedness in our world today. We need a lot more people who feel known and are willing to allow other people to be known, to listen. When you have that feeling of acceptance, life doesn't seem nearly as hard. Peace is easier to find. You sleep better. The day's problems aren't so overwhelming. So take that challenge tonight. Let yourself be known. Say it out loud. God already knows, but put an exclamation mark on it. Own it. Read some Psalms while you're doing it. That's what King David was doing. You will feel better. You might feel exhausted. You might cry a little. But it'll be good. So until next time, my friends, aim high. Spread your wings. As damaged and as hurt as you may feel, you got wings to spread and spread them. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. And do that tonight by making yourself known. Open it up. Go into a quiet place. Say it out loud. Where you can hear it, God can hear it. And I will be with you tomorrow on Tuesday. Until then, peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silwan Green.